Well, welcome back to Eastwood Springs Podcast. Uh, we have been doing a series called 101, Knowing Your Bible Better. Pastor Stephen is with me again today, this morning. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I see you're happy Gilmore. Yeah. I'm a really big hockey fan. <laughs> are you really? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, um, it's kind of a cool sport. I guess. I was never very good at skating. You know, um, but they let them fight. Like they do let them fight. fight, don't they? Instead of like the refs <laughs> kicking people out, like the NBA. Well, yeah. So you got basketball give... was never supposed to be that physical as it is now. Uh, even. Someone got kicked out two nights I ago. Saw Devin that. Booker. Yes, because he pointed to the fans because they were saying something about the ref, <laughs> and the ref got in his feelings and kicked him out. There you go. Gosh, it's... I'd rather like what if the players and the refs could fight That'd that be cool that might happen someday That'd be cool. you know that make it like hockey <laughs> well we're not here this morning about that but oh, okay sorry you know, just saying it's That's all for, good. it's all knowing good. your bible better there you, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely and I, I say this each each time is that uh in when you're going to read your bible i always say this jesus show me what you want me to see and understand in this time. And it's preparing the heart is what it is. And we talked about that last time, but it's just, once again, everything is about the heart. And so uh, this morning, uh, we're going to jump into something where uh, in Romans chapter 10, it says in verse 14 and 15, it says, how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? Talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay. I figured. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> it says, and how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will they and how will anyone go and tell them unless being sent? This is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. You know, I find that <laughs> Something no, I'm just there? thinking. <laughs> That's... How beautiful are the feet of the messenger? I think how feet did that are disgusting. Go? Well, they are. Think disc- about Bible times too. Like they had to be way worse. So that's an interesting uh, yeah. concept right there. But I don't think he was saying how the feet are beautiful. I'm just saying. But I think he was saying the the message that people take. Mm-hmm. They're saying those people are beautiful, and the, and the feet have to take them. Right. That's true. But, ugh. <laughs> Where your mind goes, I don't know. That's why I was just listening. There you go. And laughing. I asked. Um, So we see here that Jesus is, or that Romans is telling us, and Paul, you know, has penned this one down. And he's basically saying that how can they believe unless someone hears? And how can they hear unless someone goes? And how can they go unless you're being sent? Yeah. And then he says, how beautiful are the feet. I know. I, I understand what was being said. It's you just know the way I mean? it was delivered. I found it <laughs> interesting. But I want to go not just deeper, but into an understanding that I believe that the Bible talks about is that we're never alone. Okay, as a believer. Oh, yes. As a believer, we're never alone. And, you know, someone might say, well, uh, I'm a believer. Well, I, I want to challenge you in that statement because if uh, if Pastor Stephen will look up John 14 mm-hmm. versus... Am I allowed to use my phone? You sure can. I didn't bring my laptop. You know what? 
it's all good. It's it's there, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's right here. See, <laughs> it is. Wow, that's crazy. I opened my phone right to it. Wonder. That's amazing. Guessed. Okay. So read verses one through seven, please. Okay. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. This is Jesus speaking, clearly. There is more than enough room in my Father's house. If this weren't so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Did I mess up? Mm-mm. Okay. That's good. I'm not the best reader. And you good. know the way to where I am going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. Come on, Thomas. We have no idea where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, (laughs) you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So Jesus makes it with an understanding of there's a place being prepared, verses 1 through 4, mm-hmm. and he's saying there's a lot, there's, there's all these rooms, so this it's called heaven, right? Yeah. And so he's he's saying, look, there's a place that's being prepared for you, and uh, and when you get there, you'll have your own room, I guess. Okay? Well, Thomas didn't know that. Well, he didn't, and he, he was slow, though, right? He was slow. Clearly, you think you'd learn a couple things like hanging out with Jesus because he never is direct. He's always telling stories and being like, "Hey, let me give you this," and you're yeah. just, you think you would get it. You would. It was a. T- you know, Jesus gave the disciples a lot of t-ball hits. You know? Yeah, he just said it right there, and he's, he's like, "Go ahead and hit well, it." Well, they weren't the smartest bunch. Well, are, is anybody? No. <laughs> so, so he's making these rooms, but then Thomas, like you said, doesn't get it and goes, "I don't, I don't know the way." Okay, mm-hmm. and Jesus says something. That's why. I challenge people to read that verse six because I'll hear people say, well, you know, I'm a believer. I'm like, okay. But then they'll talk about that. Well, you do know all roads lead to God. You know, all religions roads lead to God. And I'm like, whoa, time out. Because the understanding (laughs) is, I know the understanding is when he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And then he makes it very clear. You can't get to heaven except through me. And Jesus says this. I mean, there's nowhere, there's no other religion that makes a statement that they are the way to heaven. No. And then if you read the, you know, if you well, read yeah, the Bible. Well, yeah, but people don't read their Bible and people don't know they're not <laughs> no. actual Christians because if they knew that, uh, not every religion leads to the same God. But then you're going to offend everybody, Steve. Well, I offend people all the time. No kidding, really? Yeah, you didn't hear the story that happened at the dance the other week uh, because you couldn't hear my sermon online. So No, I, did. I couldn't hear but it. I, didn't offend, so. I don't know if I offended him, but I could have offended people when I was telling the story. But, yeah. you know, I don't care. Really? Yeah. Are you allowed to tell that story here? Or I mean, it's fine. You? A kid came up and he was asking me, he's like, you like shoes? And I was like, hey, man, you should probably get away from me. Um <laughs> That he had nice shoes. It was a it was a formal dance. They're uh, not as you okay. know what I mean. Like yeah. so, they were okay. But he's like, you got some off whites, and I was like, yeah, I have a problem. And I was like, <laughs> you do. what's your favorite pair of shoes? Like, and he told me, and I was like, that's cool. And he's like, and then he must have been bored because he kept talking to me <laughs> after the shoe part. Okay, and he was like, yeah, I'm like a musician, and I'm a singer, a rapper, and I was like, oh wow, that's cool. 
And I said, so what are you doing to, uh, to make your, your voice better? You know, because mm-hmm. I said, I know a couple things about singing. That's all I said. Um, and I said, you know, I, I dabbled a little bit. And <laughs> I said, the, the best thing that helped me, and, and I was saying there's a cultural gap, like an age gap, because like when I was younger, you could say certain words and you wouldn't offend people. I mean, even if you offended them, it was different. But right. I was, and mind you, the music's playing, so we're screaming at each other. Okay, so it's not like a <laughs> it's pretty loud, right? Yeah, yeah, we're screaming. And I was like, well, I was like, are you in choir? And he went, kind of gave me that look like, and I was like, well, I'm just saying. Uh, I was like, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. And I was like, I get it. It might be a little gay. And he kind of like looked at me and I was like, but if you want to, if you want to work on your voice, that's every day in choir. But you're not allowed to say that word no more. I guess it's, it's like, no, 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 no. There you go. So, but you could tell in his face and I was, he kind of like laughed and like, <laughs> and ran. He didn't run. <laughs> okay. But so yeah, it was an interesting, yeah. I mean, okay. I offend people all the time, not un, unintentionally. Well, the, the bottom line is this. Um, Jesus makes it very clear he is the way. Mm-hmm. And people don't accept that. They they think all these religions are going to get there. And the reality is what you said earlier is people really don't know their Bible Mm-mm. when it comes to this kind of stuff. And it's I call that one-on-one. Yeah. That's not something real deep. It's pretty simple. It really is. I mean, it's very clear. But I, I made the statement earlier that as a believer, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so in saying that, if you jump down to same chapter of John 14, and I'd like to have you read verses 23 through 27 for us. I have to scroll on my phone. You go right ahead. All right, 23. Mm-hmm. Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and he will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. Did you say 27? Yes, please. I am leaving you a gift. Ooh. <laughs> Peace of mind and heart. And... Sorry. Peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. There you go. Do you think that, um, because when there's like things separating where it says, advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit? I don't think Jesus said that. Probably not. Because but if then he again, said that, I mean, even if he did, his disciples would have been like, hmm? Mm-hmm. But when you read it, you're like, do you think he said that? But you think about it. I mean, here's here's a group of people that uh, they're not high class. <laughs> I mean, this is not a group of super educated people no. that just came out of Harvard, okay? And these are people that are very common. And the conversation, and again, these are the disciples that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. He's telling them, look... Um, there's a room, there's a place that's being prepared, it's called heaven, and this is how you get there. And then as he as he drops it back down, he's basically saying here, look, I'm going to send you somebody that's going to teach you and remind you. And 
you know, I, I don't know what, like how that conversation 100% went in the sense of is an advocate, you know, that word. Because well, we talked he, about no that. There's no way that's the word he used. But bottom line is that he's saying, look, the Holy Spirit. The Sp-, and he could have just said, look, the Spirit, capital S. Mm-hmm. The Spirit's going to come and be with you and in you. And he's going to teach you and remind you. Probably a little confusing. It had to be. They had to look at him like, what are you talking well, about? Well, they probably always looked at him like that. I know I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. If if you're, if you're uh, walking with somebody that always seems to go against the grain, mm-hmm. he's not on board with the religious people. Mm-mm. Sometimes he's trying to teach them nicely, and other times he's just going right at them. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he, boom. So they're watching him. They're listening to him. And now we get the benefit of seeing the whole picture from Genesis to Revelation. And it's like we get to see this whole picture uh, of what we're allowed to uh, be a part of or mm-hmm. what's a part of us, I should say, yeah. as a believer. And so when you start, I guess all that to say, when you start thinking about the the pieces of what the Old Testament had or was living by, and then what the New Testament, you know, was able to live by, they're totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do some more reading. Yay! Go to Hebrews chapter 10. I don't know how. You really do. I know you do. Hebrews chapter 10 talks about what I just said, this old agreement, or they call it a covenant, Covenant. This old agreement or covenant, as they call it. Um, and then there's the new agreement or the new covenant. Okay, so... Verses 1 and 2. Oh, cool. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once for once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. So we see here that in the Old Testament, it makes a statement. It is a shadow of things to come. Mm-hmm. And we all know that shadows don't have details. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about it. That any shadow that's cast, you don't get in detail. Mm-mm. And so it says, look, we're going to show you this shadow of things to come. Mm-hmm. And that shadow is not like what's going to happen, you know, that's coming. And the reality is that, I'm going to say it again, the shadow is something that they had to follow year after year after year. Yeah, every year. And it did not relieve, what, guilt? Is that what it The guilt. Led? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not relieve guilt. Yeah, it, but, yeah. Good. Is there a, well, I mean, does the guilt really disappear anyways? Like... Jesus helps with that now, and we know that he forgives us. But as his people, it's always, I mean, it's something that sometimes we still carry. But there's a statement you said it. We still Yes, yes, carry yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. And it's, it goes back to we have to come to the believing power that the new covenant, which let's read that first and go into this conversation. Okay. Uh, Hebrews 10, verses 8 through 
Oh, ten. you're not going to read it? Uh, no. Nope. I already put my phone in my Sorry. pocket. Sorry. It's, it's, it's uh, your turn. Okay, you said 10. Mm-hmm. 8 through 10. 8 through 10. All right. First, Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were pleased with them, though they were required by law by Moses. Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. Oh, you said 10 too? Yes, please. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Once for all time. And so we see that the second agreement, covenant, that he talks about says that one, the, the second one gets rid of the first one. Okay. And so he says, look, this is what was there to point to the second, mm-hmm. you know, the first covenant. So then a second covenant agreement comes, and Jesus, is, Jesus says, look, once and for all. Yeah. So when we ask Jesus to forgive us, it's once and for all. But as humans, what you just said is so true. Mm-hmm. We carry it. And so that, quote, guilt that he says, I have forgiven you of it, mm-hmm. to the believer, and, the one, and it really goes down to this, like John 3, 16, he who believes to the believer that guilt that we're talking about actually is is removed but what happens we don't let it go Mm -hmm. but you'll notice when guilt is quote-unquote removed is when we really let it go we finally say okay i believe that jesus has forgiven me of whatever that is whatever it is fill in the blank yep and it, it it goes where you think in the Old Testament, which we can't identify. I guess we can identify with what you just said if we carry it. Mm-hmm. They always had to carry it. Always. It wasn't gone. Mm-mm. So in saying this, what I'm trying to get across is that we see in our time, mm-hmm. being a New Testament uh, believer, we're never alone and we can live a life free of guilt yeah and so so I, I i go back to the very first scripture that i talked about and that is when jesus says so how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him so the whole bottom line to christianity is what you are going to believe in and is it what jesus said mm-hmm because a lot of times you'll you'll talk to people and it's like, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, right? Yeah, that's great. And then they go into things that are just totally unscriptural. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, no, I don't believe that, though. Yeah, I like this and I like that. I'm just going <laughs> to, yeah. like, a la carte what I believe exactly. from the Bible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you, we can't Yeah, but do wait that. till you see their Chipotle order and you're, gonna, you're really going to judge them. Because they're going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because those go together. Where did that come from? And what are you talking they about? Feel like they can choose. You know what I mean? Like whatever they want from the Bible. Just like yep. you're in the line for Chipotle. There you go. And then you're watching them, and you're like, you're gonna put all those like salsas together, and you don't agree with that? Not no. always. <laughs> well, I would say. Oh, cool tofu with steak. 
Mm, mm, that makes sense. No. no, but you know what no. I mean. Like, feel I like they can just pick and choose. And it's, and it really goes back to it's not about what we get to pick and choose. No. It's already been decided. And it goes back to: Are you going to believe what has been decided? Yeah, like it's pretty simple. Simple things, like hey, it you is. Know, you can't have more than one wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's pretty like simple. Adultery is a pretty serious one. There you go. Like, I, pretty cut and dry. Do you remember the Ten Commandments? I do, but I'm just saying, like, but you talk about a new covenant, right? So the Ten Commandments are still there, but there's still like rules they that are. you live by. Jesus made it clear. He said, "Look, I did not come to get rid of or abolish anything that was said in the law. Mm-hmm. All He said was, I came to fulfill it. Yeah. So He's saying, look, all those things that are there, they're, they're still there. They're real." Mm-hmm. But I didn't come so that we can live in that way. I came to abolish it so that way that these things, now that you read on tablets, are now, which what Hebrews even says, they're written on your heart mm-hmm. and in your mind. I'm just saying that you... Yeah, I agree. The same rules still apply even So though, what are the Ten Commandments, Stephen? Come on. Seriously. <laughs> Coveting, lying, adultery, murder, stealing. Very good. Um... Honor the Sabbath. Yep. Father and mother. Mm-hmm. Um, don't take the Lord's name in vain. That's good. Uh, idols. No That's idols. That's nine. Good. And. Mm-hmm. And then your heart. Very good. No other gods. No other gods. Very. You know what? I'm proud of you now. Thanks. You know? I've really just been working on them in the mirror at home. <laughs> Should we jump in the nine of uh, the nine fruits of the spirit too? Nope. I haven't worked on those ones as much. <laughs> so let me go through real quick. Okay. For people that are mm-hmm. this is just what we've been talking about. There's there's the Ten Commandments. Good job, Steve. Thanks. And then there's the nine fruits of the, the nine actions of the spirit. And I say it this way. You have fingers like this. Mm-hmm. You have love, joy, peace, patience. And then you have these four, which is F G G K, faithfulness, goodness, um, gentleness, and kindness. I had to think, and so there's a ninth one, and the ninth one has two words in it: self control. Yeah, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, or, or faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, kindness, self control, and those are actions that the Holy Spirit has given us, mm-hmm. right? And that's what our conversation is talking about, that this Holy Spirit yeah. is given to us, but it can only be given through Jesus. And when people start talking other than that, yeah, it is not biblical. And you're like, come on now. And, I, and honestly, they have no clue. None. I was talking to somebody not too long ago, and um, they said, well, you know, I believe, and I thought, <laughs> okay, um, and we can all make that statement. I believe. I mean, I believe all kinds of things. Doesn't yeah. mean it's right or true. Yeah, but the bottom line is that when they said, "Well, I believe," and they went down this path that is has nothing to do with the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so, what I challenge everybody in these one hundred and one, knowing your Bible better, is to get alone, read your Bible. Ask God, what does this mean when you have questions? Or go to someone that you, you you can call us or whatever. and Or go to someone that you know that might give you some help. At in, least an honest or, answer. Not, oh. 
You know, not like their opinion, like a real answer. Yeah. We don't need opinions. No. We need what the word is saying. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's it's one that I just say um, that as a New Testament believer, read your Bible, <laughs> ask God, and let's grow together in knowledge, but also in life that he gives us every day. Let's pray. You want to pray? Sure. Go right ahead. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to dive deeper into your word. Mm-hmm. And we just pray that anyone that is listening hears your your words, not mm-hmm. ours. And yes. it helps them uh, get through their days, Lord, and, and get closer to you. Mm. God, we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. All right. God bless. Bye-bye.